Woohoo! It is June. Cue the confetti. This may be your first time homeschooling or preparing to run a micro school. So there are so many thoughts going through your mind. One of them, which I know everybody is asking me, I'm getting DMs about it. I'm getting questions in our educational marketing Facebook group. I'm getting questions about this topic all the time in Facebook groups. What curriculum are you going to use? But there's even more questions like, what's this year going to look like? How do I want this year to feel? How will I make this work? What am I going to do if this is my first time homeschooling? What do I do for my first time having a micro school? What am I going to prepare as I have multi-age students or children? Oh my gosh, how much is it going to be for me to purchase all this curriculum? How will I know my child is on track? Who am I going to partner up with? Where will we go? How am I going to make this fun for them? And let's be honest, fun for myself. But the most frequent question I receive when it comes to starting a micro school or homeschooling is what curriculum do I choose? And so today I'm going to help you not tell you what curriculum to choose. I'm going to give you the most foundational step that you must take in order to choose the curriculum. We each have our own strengths. We each have our own capacity. I will never ever tell you which curriculum to choose. I truly believe that this comes from a place of your teacher gifts and talents. It comes from the place of knowing your students, your children very well. So today I'm going to tell you what I do before I purchase my curriculum. And guess what? It's June and I've not purchased my curriculum. And I'm not going to use the same curriculum that I've used in the past because I've done this very intricate step. I know what it feels like to go to a convention, to get my hands on curriculum, to listen to people tell me what type of curriculum to choose, and I make a bad mistake. I choose something that's not best for me or that's not best for our students. So today, I'm going to help you and I'm going to encourage you to take the time to make a clear plan. Suppose you're going skydiving and the biggest part of skydiving is them preparing you for the landing. You have to understand where you're going to go. You don't just get onto the plane with your gear and jump and hope that it will all work out. It's really neat that you finally get to decide what curriculum you're going to choose, but it's like jumping out of an airplane without knowing how you're going to land. Preparing for landing is so critical. Maybe you're a public school teacher and you've never been able to decide. So you're like, ah, I cannot wait. This is awesome. Maybe you're a parent and you're realizing that public school or private school was not the place for your child to thrive. So you've created a solution and you're starting a micro school or you're starting to homeschool. Now what do you do? Because you've never been in charge of your child's education. Now we're basically about two weeks into June and I still haven't decided yet. I've got a good, pretty clear path and I've gotten some ideas, but I will never again jump the gun and just start purchasing curriculum. So put away your credit card. Yep, put it away. In this episode, I'm going to tell you why I haven't decided just yet and the first step that I am making so that I can make the biggest and best decision of the school year, and that is the curriculum. It's the most influential piece of you choosing for your next coming year. It's foundational. We are going to be cultivating lives. And so today I'm going to take you through a process and you're going to be like, but I want the answers. I want you to tell me exactly what to do. I want you to give me a matrix. No, we're not doing that. We're going to do something that's so liberating and so 
precious. Do yourself, do, I, I said this in our last episode, do your future self a favor and allow yourself to be creative and allow yourself to do this foundational step. If you've not listened to the last episode, I encourage you to go back. It's to have the summer set down. After you have the summer set down, then we can start making choices on curriculum. But you must do this step foundationally. Let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Okay, I'm so excited to come to you with this episode because I just did this step. Okay, I did. Now, I want to make sure to remind you before I get into all of the details about our summer self or clarity coaching, no matter if you've started your micro school or you're just dipping your toes into the idea, there is so much power in sitting down with someone and getting your questions answered and getting a game plan. Get yourself some clarity. I work with teachers who've not quite left the profession, but we're getting them on a timeline and helping them prepare for the months ahead or the year ahead. I work with homeschool moms who need direction and ideas for homeschooling their children for the first time or just starting a learning pod. I help parents and teachers who are actually starting their business on their own terms, but they need help. And I also work with people who have already started their micro school. They've into it for a year or two and they just need more collaboration, more establishment. We talk about profit. We talk about all sorts of things, curriculum. We talk things about legalities, next steps, enrolling students, first year launches, anything that you can think of. I'm here to help you. I'm thankful for the opportunity to hold your hand and help you with homeschooling or building your micro school business, you can head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching and snag that summer sale. All right, so what do I actually do before I begin purchasing curriculum that I hope that you will listen to me wholeheartedly? And if you've already purchased your curriculum, it's okay. You can, you can always return it. You really can. Most of them, they will allow you to return it. Even if you're like, I'm not really sold on this, or maybe you jumped the gun, maybe you just got something real quick because you wanted it and you needed to make sure you had it all prepared before the school year starts, or maybe you were feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have parents come over and I need to show them what I'm going to be doing. I truly believe that parents want to hear you say that you want to get to know their child first before you make a decision. I know. It's, it's a thing. But guess what? It's the thing that we've never gotten to really have 
if you are a school teacher, we never got to know the kids before we got to pick the curriculum. Now, I'm not suggesting that you don't purchase curriculum until September, but what I'm saying is at least get to know your own children and get to know the other children that you are going to be teaching. So I'm going to take you through the process that I have in order to create what I believe is truly the best fit in choosing a curriculum. So here are your tactical steps in doing this or what I have done in order to ensure that I'm making the right decision. And here's why it's so uncritical, guys. It's your time. It's your energy. It's your money. This is important, okay? And it's your space because you may not realize it, but every type of curriculum that you bring into your house, you have to store it. You have to make sure that you've got a place for it. And if you're choosing to do it all virtually and that's what you're choosing because you think that that is the best option for your students, kudos to you. But for me, I realized that I thought I wanted to do more virt- more online learning, not necessarily virtually, but time for learning. I thought that I wanted to do that. And I'm so glad that I went through the steps that I went through before making that decision because I realized I don't have enough computers. And I know that my students are not the type to be sitting there online watching videos for hours at a time. And I am okay with that. I'm okay that we can all have differing opinions on what curriculum to choose. I know personally that the way that I've set this school up, I can't be having children online watching videos all day long or for three to four hours a day. I will lose my mind Because they will start to lose their mind and they will not have gotten up and not had enough energy taken out and I don't have enough computers for this and I just cannot do it. I am just not that type of person. If you can do it, bless your heart. I think that you will probably free yourself up if you feel like you can manage it. That is incredible. But let me tell you what I did in order for me to realize that I cannot go down that route. Number one, I cast a vision. I've heard people say this for years, but I neglected it to do it the first year because I built the school so quickly. I had an idea of what I wanted the school to look like, but I just I, it happened so quickly that I didn't truly cast a vision. Now, I had created a vision and wrote it up in my introductory packet whenever I first had students enroll, but the vision changed over like within a couple months of me starting that school once I really got myself into it. And then the second year, it changed. And the third year, it's constantly changing. It's still pretty much the same core values, but the way that our school day looks and feels is ever-changing. The second year, I got better, but I was almost rebounding from the first year of building our school so quickly that I was still trying to learn how to be a business owner. I was still adjusting to having so many students in my house, having an employee, having volunteers, managing all of that in my home, homeschooling my daughter for the first time. It was just a lot. So just understand that vision is everything. My first year, I had one, but it was based on just trying to survive through the pandemic and starting a business within a couple months. My second year, Like I said, I felt like I was just picking up the pieces and getting better at what I had started. Now, it being my third year, I know why they say that after year three, you really become solidified in your business. So if you're still like trying to grasp at straws and figure it all out, just know that it's okay. We've all been there and we're 
all going through that as first-time business owners. There's not one person who's ever built a business where it did not take them a few years to figure things out. The next point that I want to say is that I got so much better, but I want to be more simple. That's what I found out as I gathered this vision. And being simple, I thought, was having, you know, possibly time for learning, which is a program that teaches the students. But I thought that's really not simple for me. I really, for me, I really don't want to be managing all of these different accounts. I don't want to be managing if my internet's not working. I don't want to be managing all of the hardware, the computers, and making sure everyone has laptops and their iPads and they're all charged. It's too much for me with the way that I have my school set up. That's me. You, it might be even better. And a box curriculum. I thought my second year that it was going to be so much simpler because I had been creating unit studies and trying to mimic public school my first year because that's all I knew what to do so quickly in building the business that I went the next year and was like, forget it. I'm going to just get a box curriculum and everything will be laid out for me. And I realized that it was not simple. It was not a time saver. It was not an energy saver, nor was it a space saver. It just was not for me. And I had heard people tell me over and over the box curriculum, the box curriculum, it's not what you need, it's not what you want. I just felt like I was, again, recreating school at home. And it wasn't that fun. And then I realized halfway through the school year, I was reinventing things again because that's who I am. And that's what I knew would be best for my students. And if I know patterns are showing me that if I had a hard time following school curriculum, if I was very creative in creating lessons and creating unit studies and making sure things went together and I love teaching vocabulary and I love the students have project-based learning, pay attention to who you are and what lights you up as a mom or as a teacher so that you don't fall into swiping your credit card with a real hefty amount of money invested curriculum, I even thought, okay, I'm going to get a box curriculum and I'm going to buy all of the videos that go along with it. Do you know how many videos we watched? Like three. So I spent so much money buying a box curriculum that I only used half of it through. And guess what? These kids that come to this school, their parents will tell you they are through the roof academically. And they did not come in here like this. And it's not because of me, me tooting my own horn. It is because of the nature of having a micro school, the nature of knowing students, the nature of homeschooling, the nature of putting relationships first. This is the biggest takeaway. I believe that the students here have truly grown because we know these kids so well. The teachers that I have come in here volunteering, the parents or my assistant, they know these kids so well that this is what allows them to grow so quickly. So my solution, here's my solution. I got super serious about the vision. I wrote the vision for Lighthouse Learning back in February for this upcoming school year, and it's all in my introductory packet. I tell people to start. If you are serious about creating this business and you have not gotten your hands on all of our business bundle goodies, these are the goodies that you need. These are all the documents that you need. Starting out, introductory packet, brochure, parent partnership letter, flyer, the welcome letter, the enrollment form, the handbook, the contract, all of it is in there. They are foundational in having a business. You can go on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com shop. 
You can either buy the entire business bundle, it will save you money, it will save you time, or you can buy individual pieces. People do that as well. But I will say your introductory packet is the title of your book. The handbook and the contract, they are the backbone of your book. They're the back part of the book. Is that the backbone? No, the spine is the backbone. Okay, you get what I'm saying. The introductory packet is the front cover of your book. The handbook and contract is the very back of your book. All of the other things are intricate parts of your school, the welcome letter, the enrollment form, all of that. But you definitely need to have an introductory packet because it allows you to showcase your vision and it's not an easy process. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's your heart. It takes time, but you have to have it written down. And I tell Every person who's building a micro school, you have to have that introductory packet with you at all times. You hang it up by your bed, you put it on your desk, you put it in your purse because it's your vision. You put it in your Bible, you put it in your book, you put it wherever you can find a place where you can constantly be going over it because you will choose a curriculum that does not match your vision and then you've gotten a divided road. You have to have your vision down of what you want your days to feel like, what you want learning to be like, what you want to hear. I want to hear joy. I want to hear laughter. I want to hear collaboration. I don't want to hear worksheets being torn out all the time. I don't want to see worksheets all over my house ever again. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. I had all these workbooks and it just was terrible and it did not go with the vision. Why? Because I was not paying attention and truly being honest with myself and how I wanted this school to be built with looking at curriculum. I should have had that vision in front of me at all times. That vision is critical. I tell everyone to keep it in front of them, put it in your enrollment binder, by your bedstand. The same troops, the same thing works for homeschooling parents as well. It can feel paralyzing whenever you start to go and you go, oh my gosh, I don't know. I don't know what kind of a vision. I don't know what my homeschool, I don't know what I want it to look like. It's so hard. Do I really want this? I hear teachers who get the introductory packet and they're like, my gosh, this is so deep. It's so awesome, but it's causing me to have to think. And it's so true. It's the foundation of your business. It's the foundation of what you're going to be doing as a parent if you're homeschooling. But it's so worth it. You know, there's so many schools, they'll create this big, beautiful vision statement and you'll never look at it again. That's not how we're going to do. That's not what we're doing here. We're not like schools where we just create a vision and we tuck it away or we just splash it up on a wall somewhere and nobody ever reads it. We are different. This is our business. This is our legacy. This is a legacy for your family if you're homeschooling. So number one, getting the vision down takes time. It takes concentration. It takes vulnerability. It takes multiple sessions of brainstorming. I recommend number two, that you get a notebook. And if you're just like, I don't know, even know what to say. And I got this big blank piece of paper. What do I write down? Just write down the words learning, put it in a big circle in the middle of your notebook, make a word splash. I spent time doing this for days, joyful, fun, exciting, hands-on projects, no stress, passion, children lit up, children laughing, students being able to take care of themselves whenever I'm working with other students, students becoming independent, students noticing when they are having difficulties and knowing how to ask for help, 
students loving to read, students having books in their hands, students reflecting, students monitoring how much they've accomplished and celebrating. When I looked at that, I thought, am I really ready to purchase time for learning for $15 a month, $150 a year for students? Are they going to feel that way? Is that what's best for my little Jolie? Is that what's best for Eric? And I look at I look at everything that I have, have, have accomplished with all of these children and I took time at the end of the year and asked them what they liked about school and what they didn't like. And I'm like, I can't do this. I can't buy that for them. I have to go on the hunt. I have to go with something that sparks their curiosity and lights them up. And I don't care if it takes me the next month to find it. By golly, I will find it because I'm not going to waste another penny, another breath, another bad day of pushing content down students that they don't enjoy. Now, I'm not saying that we've had that happen this past year, but there were days where I was just like, I don't like this. I do not like this. And just workbooks and papers flying everywhere. And I did it because I thought it would be simple and it ended up being hard. And then I bought another curriculum and I bought Good and the Beautiful and I enjoyed it, but I found that it was just too much for all of us. So we went back to the basics. And truly, when we went back to the basics of kids having books in hands and us gathering together and talking and creating projects together and students getting out the math manipulatives, it was awesome. And our days were so much happier. Once you write down all of the words and just get the sense of feeling of what you want your homeschool to be like, then you can write up a vision statement. And and I'm going to read mine to you. This comes from my introductory packet. This is not only in my introductory packet. My introductory packet will help you if you're interested in this. It will help you not only with the vision, not only with the mission. We help you give you ideas for how to write it. Our days, our schedules, who I am, what our offer is. Parents love this. I have gotten over and over the amount of feedback that has been so positive, not only from the teachers who purchased it, but from the parents who are invested in it, that receive it. They're like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I love having this and showing it to my husband. I have teachers and parents all saying, this is foundational. You give this to your parents and it paints a picture for them because we need to be transparent when we're taking care of their children. So here we are. I'm in my introductory packet. The second page, I have Lighthouse Learning Micro School vision, mission, and beliefs. And all of this came from just having a journal and just downloading, brain dumping all of the words, all of the just how, how I could hear kids laughing, what I could hear, what I could see, how I could feel, how I wanted our days to start, all of it. If I want our days to start really well, why am I going to have a curriculum that takes me six hours out of the day? No. So after I had written all of it down, just made a big time word splash, I was able to take those thoughts and put them into a vision statement. So here we go. We at Lighthouse Learning Micro School value thinking, creative space, play, family, and educational choice. Our goal is to see children thrive in their own learning paths with the use of learning plans and individualized instruction. Our greatest desire is to see the joy of learning sparked in each child so he or she can become lifelong learners through curiosity, creativity, and personal pursuits. We strive to be a safe, fun place for families to learn, grow, and play. Lighthouse Learning will continue to be a place where students' work is valued and their efforts make a difference in themselves and to others. And I keep this beside me 
while I'm sitting there with my credit card and all the tabs opened up with all of the curriculum choices and I ask myself, is this curriculum going to be something where students are really learning through curiosity? Are they able to personally pursue their own learning through this? Are they able to play? Are they able to have some individualized instruction? Are they able to have their own learning plan where they can just grab and go and start on their work without me and let the learning unfold and come to me for help and have other people collaborate with them? And then I have a mission statement. The mission statement is to provide children with the creative space to learn a variety of interesting and inspiring lessons so that each child will grow in creativity, confidence, and wisdom. Through hands-on, interest-based instruction and a variety of programs, our focus is to ensure a high-quality learning experience for all students while providing a positive and safe environment. Students have opportunities to help others and be of service. We provide a variety of learning opportunities so students can work in different ways while using their strengths. And I'll save this other part for another episode, but right under the vision and the vision and the mission, I write out belief statements. And I love these belief statements. Okay, I'll go ahead and share one with you. I love the belief statements. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six belief statements. And I give the belief statement in black and then in blue, I kind of elaborate on it. So I'm going to end it with this. Lighthouse Learning believes children thrive in an authentic environment where the days are structured with time outdoors, field trips, exploration, connections with others, creativity, and building leadership skills. We strive to provide peaceful and joyful learning while also fostering leadership, problem solving, and communication skills. Listen, friends, before you go and purchase that curriculum, do yourself a big favor and spend your couple of hours, couple of days going through and pouring your heart out and creating your vision, your mission, your belief so that you can truly save yourself so much headache and heartache and time and money and space by choosing a curriculum that's not only best for your students, but best for you and the people who give this to the children. I hope this inspires you. I'd love to know your feedback. Hop on over into our Facebook group at Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business and give us your feedback. And also, if you want more information about the introductory packet, go ahead and send me a message. I'll be there to help you. You can also go on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com shop and snag it and get started on it right away. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.